homeroom is in session. Spicy meatball. I'm sitting across from Pat Coyle, a.k.a. the one that got away, a.k.a. the little engine that came. Patrick Coyle. <laughs> Say hi to the good people. Hello, people. Good and bad. Okay. See? Non-judgmental. All, all walks of people life. Well, thanks. That was uh, my buffoon of a sidekick hunter heck you might know him as the applebee's on a friday night the 500 piece puzzle pregame the watcher of recorded football because the sunday night games go way past his bedtime hunter thanks for having us so you guys know the drill at this point yeah yeah, We're, you know what's up. Pat and I are just connoisseurs of what's going on in the world today. We're here to tell you what's good. We're doing all the hard work so you don't have to. So just sit back, relax. We're going to stand at attention. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Come again. What? You said relax. It made me think. Mm. In order for someone to relax... Mm-hmm. Does that mean that they would have had to have laxed initially? At some point, to to relax is to lax for a second time. Yeah. Yes. So you can't relax if you've never laxed in the first place, like you and I have. So why aren't we telling people to just lax? lax. I'm not gonna assume because how do that I know? Lazy. How do I know if they've? Yeah. How do I know that they've? This is their. Isn't their first time? That's laxing. a really good. That's a really good point. Well, <clears> if they're if they have listened to this podcast more than one time, then they would... I like to think that no one's relaxing while they listen to this. Think they're edge-of-the-seat thrillers? I like to think that they're they're using this as, like, fuel, you know? They're in their day, they're at their job, and they throw on an episode of Homeroom and just grind. Crush. They're on the treadmill. They're on a call. Like, two-hour marathon pace, just, like, sprinting listening to this. That's That's a really good point. Yeah. And speaking And if you're not listening to it that way, then shut this shit off. Turn it off. If you're getting cozy... Because you're disgracing the pod. If you're getting cozy, leave. All right? Mm -hmm. The only way to listen to this... Get up. This pod... Get active. Start doing push-ups right now. Yeah. Um, Pull over and do push-ups. Speaking of people that pull over and do push-ups police officers we have a lot of people on our team that work really <laughs> really hard uh they're pound of the pavement one these guy guys are total hard. sharks one guy carries the team and they find really great sponsorship opportunities for us so that we can keep the lights on and go to the moon we're talking about our sales team should we tell them the bad news uh, I wasn't going to be the one to break it to them. We had to lay off or we had to let go Arturo. He, uh, he, I mean, as it turns out, the, the cocaine addiction and the cigarette smoking in the office and the blood vessel popping it, was actually it, very unhealthy for him yeah. and the rest of the workplace. So what we kind of saw as something that was really awesome and cool and something that we wanted to uh, encourage and cultivate turned out to be really problematic and unhealthy. And we didn't see knew? that I coming. Mean, yeah. We didn't see it coming. I still don't agree with it, but it's so not my call. It's, it's HR. Not, exactly. So Arturo had a hell of an episode last week with two fantastic sponsorship opportunities. And now... He crushed it. And now, yeah. and This, we're, this goes out to Arturo. We're really going to feel... Um, 
feel his, the the lack of his presence uh, in this. Um, but we so, still got we still got Beth. The, we still got Josh. Oh we still got clowns. Dave. We still got Kathy. And these guys living are living in the shadow sharks. of Arturo. Beth, Beth, she doesn't go to her daughter's uh, middle school theater productions because she says they suck. And guess what? They do. And I, think I want good. someone. I think they're actually pretty will, high quality. I want someone that will honestly, uh, th- that will speak to you honestly. People that I can trust. Um, I go with a dozen roses to every production. Yeah, you're really good about that. You're really encouraging, unlike Beth. So who uh, who got this sponsorship for this week? I think this honestly might be left over from Arturo. Really? This might Another be from Arturo the old leftover? vault. Yeah. Oh gosh. Um, all right. So this one, I can I can already feel it that yeah. it, this is going to be a good one. Uh, this episode of Homeroom is brought to you by Brazzers. That's our. That's that, got Arturo written that is all Arturo. over. Uh, they're seeking a young creative to join the writing staff for an up and coming scripted series. Yes. Um, and these are the kind of opportunities that don't come around often. This is like, I know it's probably a played out term, but Mm -hmm. this is your big break. If you're sitting at home and you're like, when am I going to catch a break? This, this is it. Right. So if this is your shot, if you, all, uh, all of the famous writers that you know and love started, uh, they, they didn't start writing these, you know, Oscar winning films overnight. You mm-hmm. know, it wasn't. They, they most all of them started somewhere. at Brazzers. Most of that's most of them started at Brazzers. Scorsese, or Bang Bros. Scorsese was at Brazzers um, and all the other writers <laughs> were there, too. And <laughs> it's just kind of like uh, it's uh, Scorsese and the gang. Yeah. And it, it's just kind of uh, a, an incubator for talent. Mm mm-hmm. um, and hey, that's not the only thing they're incubating. You know what I'm saying? Right. Baby. It, it's the thing is um, they got good stuff there. Good quality stuff that doesn't mm. really get the respect. And it's a huge it opportunity. I mean, you can really do anything with this. Like mm-hmm. this. And this one has a big cast too. Yeah. Right. It's a lot of different characters to be right. Got that for. bald guy. Uh huh. We got the bald guy, the other bald guy. Uh huh. Um, and then the guy with really short hair. Mm-hmm. And then the guy with really long hair. Yeah, he's cool. And the guy with all the tattoos. And then, and that's the gang. Yeah, <laughs> and that's all. That's the only. That's the only people in this one. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be a really good show. Yeah. Um. And so, I mean, if you're just if you're thinking whether or not to jump on this, mm-hmm. the answer is the answer leap, is leap. Yeah. Don't look, leap. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the browser's way, and I can't wait to watch. Yeah, I can't wait to. I, I'll tune in. I can't wait to see what you I, guys as do I do this. every night. I can't wait I to see what you guys in. do. Um, great. So, um, do you have a a sloppy toppy to get us going? Ooh, transitions. Since last yeah. week, yeah, 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 we've yeah, 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 gotten yeah, yeah. A, a crop of really awesome transitions. All of our topics are home runs. Okay. Yeah. So they are. Uh, so Pat, why don't you grand show, slams? Why don't you hit us with your first topic? Because it's gonna be out of here. <laughs> this it's topic going, is going, gone out of here, out of this planet. Uh, so I was watching Red Zone football the other day. Love Red Zone, and we were really paying attention to the difference 
in Chris Hansen's commentating versus when he cuts to the games and you hear their commenting. Okay. So this is where I'm getting at. Chris Hansen has a very specific job. He is delivering information because he has to fill you in. You jump to a game, you're like, oh my God, all of a sudden they're about to score and he gives you a little right. a backup. He, he's got a, a really, he's got to know everyone at, at, yeah. at every time. It's very streamlined. Yeah. But over on NBC, they're doing a 10 o'clock game. You know, they're talking for like three, maybe four hours. So they've got to kind of make up some material as they go. Right. They don't have the luxury of having eight games at their disposal. Uh huh. And I noticed that these guys are getting a little lazy. Oh, yeah. They'll be late so in the game. Just think about like some of the things they say that just really don't mean anything. Okay, and I was, yeah. so I have, I have a few examples here. So, so this is like the late in the game. It, there's not much of a storyline going on. Or it's just like a play happens and then like they're or it's most of the time it's honestly during a replay. Mm-hmm. They're showing a play again. We all saw what happened and then they just feel like they have to like They you have know, to say something. They, they have need to. to justify that. So I wrote there. down a few things, just three things that right. I noticed as they were going. This is my personal favorite. And he said, get off of me. <laughs> and he the, said, get off of me. The amount of running backs that are saying, get off that of are me. Saying any, that are saying full sentences at the end of plays. Yeah. Well, no, it's even it's even as, as the, the play is about play. to happen. Mm-hmm. He sees a linebacker coming, and then he's like, get, get off, off of me. me. And he shoves him to the ground. And the fact that the commentators know that this is what's being said, I think right. that's just hard-hitting yeah. and analysis. That's the kind of insider commentary that you want from mm-hmm. that. You want to know exactly what they're saying as they're getting handed the ball. Uh-huh. Get off of me. And and just the idea that these guys are able to, they've been watching football for so long, they can put themselves in the player's position mm-hmm. and they know exactly. It's, yep. like, he, it's not like he probably said, get off of me. No, he said, he said, he get off. He literally said that. I know that this is what yeah. was said. All right, we got another one. Um, this one was more specific, but I think this sort of general idea has been said before. But uh, this was a good quote from, I think it was CBS. I don't remember who was talking, but uh, defense was putting up a good performance. Mm-hmm. That's a little context. And he mm-hmm. says, what's really going to affect the outcome of this game is going to come down to execution. Unlike most games where you know those other things are more important. Yeah. This game comes it's, down to execution. So what he's saying here, I think, is what's going to happen in this game is going to really depend on what, what happens, happens in this game. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and that's something where I'm kind of a casual football watcher. Yeah. I, I can't... I wouldn't have known. I can't connect the dots like w- without someone telling me that. Yeah. Um, where I thought, you know, anything could happen. No, no, no. What's going to happen is what's going to happen mm-hmm. in this game. And that ultimately is going to affect what happened... In yeah, the game. And, yeah, and see, I can't handle the different tenses, you <laughs> yeah. know, past tense, present, dare I say, future. Mm-hmm. But these commentators are on top of it. Mm-hmm. What's the third one? Okay, and then I think this this one really sort of blew my mind. But now that I've had some time to sleep on it, it actually makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was the one that was about the defense. I misspoke last time, but mm-hmm. uh, he came into this defense and he changed the way they approached the game philosophically because football is more (laughs) about the physicality of it it's more than the mentality of it 
And it's more than the spirituality of it. It it's really comes down to the philosophy of the game. Of the game. And and more importantly, defense. Because a lot of people think the jo- defense's job is to stop them from advancing the football. Mm-hmm. It's a lot bigger than that. Yeah, it, there's a lot more at stake than just the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you didn't think that these athletes weren't scholars, mm-hmm. I don't know what game you're watching. Yeah. Because the, these guys are not only uh, you know, excellent peak athletes, but they are some of the smartest, most... Um, Dare I say philosophical <laughs> yeah. individuals. Yeah. I think that's the best way to describe it. On the planet. And I dared to say it, and I'm glad I did. Yeah. See, you, we could all learn a lesson from these commentators. Where would we be without them? Dare to be bold. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. And you know what I think about that topic? I think it was a home run. Maybe a touchdown. This ball is crushed. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. Um, and we do have more than just that one, but There's... we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Yeah. All right. Uh, your turn. It's that time of year. <laughs> <laughs> How many topics have I started by saying that? Hunter is just always keeping us on I'm top really of keyed... when in the year it I'm is. I'm really keyed into events and when they take place. And if you're asking me... <laughs> And you haven't been paying attention. Let me be the first to tell you that it's that time of year. It is that time of year. What year am I talking about? <laughs> what time? <laughs> what time? What? Uh, year? What? Okay, first let's start with what year I'm talking about. I uh, twenty twenty something. Uh, yeah, you're on the right track. Yeah. Um, I'm talking about 2019. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the one we're. That's in my now. favorite year going on right now. Same. <laughs> and what time of that year am I talking about? It's that Friendsgiving time. Oh, it's that time. See, it's not quite Thanksgiving time yet. It's definitely Christmas time. We can we have agreed on that. It's yeah. the Christmas season, which starts on October thirty first at nine p.m. local time. And well, local time is every time. Well, okay, <laughs> yes. Astute astute listeners will know about our new world order. Yeah, um, where all times and it's been a week of that. Or it's been however much time it has yeah, been. Yeah, exactly. And it's been going well. And it's been going pretty good. Everything's the same on the West Coast. Everywhere else is I don't really, getting used to it. Yeah. Let's Settling. Say, let's say. Yeah. They're not too hot about the global sleep force, but they're, they'll, they'll come around. Anyway. Yeah, they will. They're anyway, nice guys. It's our, that's where Arturo went. That's too. where Arturo, he, he, Arturo's on the sleep force now. Uh, and the blood vessel trick works <laughs> every time every time on this so but anyway it's friendsgiving time mm-hmm. uh, that time of year typically <laughs> the weekend before thanksgiving or the weekend just after thanksgiving uh and i want to hear your thoughts on it <laughs> oh, on friendsgiving in where do you lie? are you have you been to some friends i love a friendsgiving i think it's really fun that uh, it's like the version of Thanksgiving that you wished, dude. It, was it's the a, an entire holiday that millennials made up, mm-hmm. and it's pretty. It's recognized nationwide at this point, and I think that's, I think that's awesome. pretty powerful. I think it's been great. Maybe we just put a name to something that was already kind of happening, where people had their family Thanksgiving, and then like they would do Thanksgiving with family friends and stuff like that. But they still called it Thanksgiving. 
Mm. I think it's cool that it has a new name, and I think it's cool that we're making stuff, like making home cooked food and celebrating friendship. The power of Instagram. I thought Friendsgiving was the dumbest thing in the world when it first came about. Jeez. I just thought the name was dumb. I it just, is. A it dumb, was a dumb portmanteau um, of friendship and Thanksgiving. Yeah. Or f- maybe friendliness and Thanksgiving. Friendship. Friendshipness. Mm-hmm. Um, but From I'm I'm all about it. Here's the thing, though. Friends, the show. How about the the people at a Friendsgiving that show up with a bag of Hawaiian King Hawaiian rolls? That's what we need to talk or about, really. Because I think so. We we've established that we both love Friendsgiving and we think it's a great idea. It's it's everything Thanksgiving is supposed to be. Right. It's going out of your way. I think Friendsgiving is important because at Thanksgiving we sort of get spoiled. My mom does everything. At right, yeah. I try to help out with like a thing or two, but it's honestly she's at the point where it's like right. just easier if I'm she's, out of the way. Yeah, she, parents, parents are a machine yeah. at this point. They got it down to a science, and anything you do is not going to be as good. Yeah. So for me, Friendsgiving is like the test because this is everyone's chance to like put some effort in right. and everyone actually contributes because none of us are at the, the point where we're actually... We we're can, we're I hosting can't, an entire yeah, I can't, actual Thanksgiving. No, I can't shoulder an entire Thanksgiving meal. There's no, no way. No. I but don't yeah. have enough plates. But that brings us to what you brought up. Friendsgiving... Well, I, I want to keep talking about it. Friendsgiving is a great little practice Yeah. for when we got to run the show because... I've never made a turkey. I've made a few. It's really fun. It takes all day. It's a good time. Yeah. It smells great. Um, and I think it'll, well, we're going to avoid a lot of Thanksgiving mishaps going forward because we've all kind of had our, uh, our time to experiment. Yeah. And get some practice in. But it does. F- but don't show up to a friend's given with something that you bought at Vaughn's on the way there. Mm-mm. That's not in the spirit of Friendsgiving. Mm-mm. The spirit of Friendsgiving is to get really drunk with your friends and try to make really good food. I'd rather you bring like a shitty lump yeah. of yeah. like bad, freaking, a bad green bean casserole. Yeah, that you poured your heart and yeah. soul into and yep. just absolutely missed the mark. Yep. Then, then you show up with a. I, everyone loves King's wine rolls. Veggie plate. Oh fuck that! That's actually that's that's just bullshit because that shouldn't be at any Thanksgiving. Any Thanksgiving, yeah. Even if it was a homemade veggie plate, which it doesn't exist, but even if it was, yeah, I don't want to. That's not a that's not a Thanksgiving staple. Yeah, but I'm saying like even if you bring something that your family makes every Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. that you know, share a little bit about where you come from. You know? Yeah, I totally agree. And I'm getting heated about it. Yeah, you're upset, but I think it's well deserved. Yeah, and look, I don't want to put, I don't want to make make people feel bad, but you should. But nut the fuck up. But yeah, but, but nut the fuck up. nut up on it. All right, and bring bring it's, something good. Try if maybe next friends friendsgiving you go to, say the people who are hosting they're making a turkey, turn it into a competition. You show up, surprise everyone. Bring a you second also turkey. brought a turkey. Oh. Be like, oh well, I guess which one's fucking better? Yeah, Jim. Let me huh? know. Now we got a turkey off. Yeah. See? And that's fun. That's the spirit of Friendsgiving. And then everyone brings a turkey. To everyone brings a turkey. And it becomes turkey. a big turkey cook-off. Yep. And then it's turkey's giving. Yeah. 
And it's not about the friends anymore. It's about everyone brings a turkey. And it's about who's better at making the turkey. Imagine that where, like, you know how everyone like tries to get a menu ahead of time. Yeah. And they're like, okay, who's bringing what? We got to make sure we got enough. The the friend group that doesn't do that, and everyone shows up with the turkey. A personal turkey, (laughs) so that everyone has. There's a turkey per head. I don't think that'd be a mishap at all. No, that'd be a good time. That would actually be. That's so much turkey. You know what I think about that topic, Pat? What do you think about that topic? I think we knocked it out of the park. Stanton drives one center field deep. Wait. I mean deep, deep. And gone. Go Let's go. Ooh. Deep. I yep. mean deep. When I say deep, you know what I mean, right? I mean deep. Deep. Okay, my next topic. Backstreet's back, all right? Deal oh. with it. Is Deal that what it. I think it means? Is it? It is. Okay. Deep. I, I mean, mean deep. deep. No, so Backstreet is back. Oh, no. I, that's not a real topic. Mm, um, so Pokemon, you know, they've kind of begun their revival. Of, or it, I don't know if it's a revival more as like the birth. Pokemon's never gone away. Of their cinematic universe. Oh. So they had the, car- the, they had the animateds. They had the animateds. Mm-hmm. The animateds. Yeah, the animateds, the animes, the animated. And now movies. it's time for the realisms. Oh, and yeah. You're po- talking about Detective Pikachu? Yeah. And so my question for you is, it was fun to see all the animated Pokemon, but I want mm-hmm. it to be really real. So I want all the Pokemon to be played by our favorite actors and actresses. Like a mocap or like... Maybe just makeup. Or we're like so... Or we're like not even like a like a cat's scenario, but like it, what if Pikachu was a person? Sure. But mm-hmm. I just want your help mm-hmm. casting this Pokemon. Oh, movie. okay. Okay. I see. I see where we're getting at it. Mm-hmm. I see where we're getting at. So I'll start because so I think, there's one that is pretty obvious and I feel like mm-hmm. it should deserves to go first. Mm-hmm. Pikachu. Yes. Has to be Danny DeVito. Okay. And his Danny DeVito voice. Well, yeah, but he can only say Pikachu. Oh, that's but he'd true. Say, okay. 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 He'd say, Pikachu. Yeah. That's Danny DeVito. That's Danny DeVito as Pikachu. Pika. I think that's a good one. Pika. I think that, um, what's the dumbest Pokemon? Oh, uh, well, Ditto? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, Slowpoke. Slowpoke. Oh, Slowpoke. Slowpoke. Yeah. I think that would be you. Okay. Well, the fattest. There's there's the big fat lazy Pokemon. Oh, um, uh, Snorlax. Yeah. Yeah. Who would play him? Uh, not you because not even Snorlax is as fat or lazy. Um. Oh, you beat Machoke because you f- always fucking choke. I no. I'm I'm actually really clutch. I actually am. I I really uh, not do in the well paint. Under- I really do well under pressure, painter otherwise. You know what you would be? Charizard. Uh, you would be uh, coughing. You'd be muck. Because every time I see you, it, I feel like I have a cold. You'd be muck because you're mud. What about... Um, um, I think that... I think Charizard would be Beyonce. Maybe, maybe. Or maybe. Oh, no, no. The guy who plays Ron because he's got red oh, hair. Oh, yeah. Rupert Grint. That's his name? Mm-hmm. Really? Sure. Okay. Yeah, why not? No, uh, Beyonce would be Ho-Oh. 
And that's not, I'm not, Jeez. it's not a play on words. That's like the most, that's the, that big majestic it bird, is, yeah. right? Wow. That's actually, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. What about, uh, let's start with the, the basics though. So we got Pikachu, Dan DeVito. Squirtle. Easy. Yeah. Who's Squirtle? Uh, probably, uh, Timothy Chalamet. He's pretty cute. Timothy Chalamet. Tim- Squirtle's got to be like a, 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 all of those like first evolution Pokemon got to be like a young, a youngling. I don't, yeah, a, a cute little thing. Yeah. So to say, mm-hmm. so to say, I think maybe Bulbasaur would be Timothy Chalamet, Timothy Chalamet. And then he would probably pull triple duty and be Charmander. He could be Charmander. Yeah. So he'd probably be all three. Just put a red wig on him. <laughs> yeah. And he, well, you know, you've seen like Paul Rudd just kind of playing two versions of himself, in that Netflix show. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing, but Timothy Chalamet is kind of all three triple duty. Okay. And then he could probably be the rest of the cast. <laughs> also, I don't see why not. He's got such breadth. Yeah. And just an amazing amount of breadth. Yeah. He, as an actor, he really transforms. So mm. I think he could probably handle all of it. What about um uh Doug Diglett? Diglett? The Rock. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. And then the Doug Trio is would be uh him and Kevin Hart and Jack Black. Nice. And it would be funny. That would be a funny. It would be they would be the comic relief. It'd be really funny. Yeah. Did you see they're making another Jumanji? I hate that I just said that. <laughs> I god dang it. Oh Jumanji? Oh. Uh I, I saw. It's Jumanji. I saw. Pat, it's Jumanji. It's I not I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be fine. Yeah. What do you think it'll be? I'll go see it. I liked the first one, actually. I didn't see any of them. I know. Any of them. There's only one other one. Oh, well, well it's the, the OG. OG. But you've never seen the original? No, I've seen the original. Okay, so you're a fucking liar. Well, that, that's a, that doesn't count. If You'd you be me. Mr. Mime because everyone wants you to shut up. Cheese and crackers. That's good stuff. I have a really good question for you. Go on. What's your style? <clears throat> High fashion, probably. Okay. I'd probably say uh so Yeezy. Th- so this goes back to streetwear. The main kind of motif with this pod is that uh I have a pretty unidentifiable uh personality and taste. Um, That's what you think the main motif is? Style. It, did I say main motif? I meant the whole point mm-hmm. of this pod um, is that trying to kind of nail down. We've tried to decide. We tried to figure out who I was with cheese. Um, came down to a three cheese Mexican blend. Didn't help. Um, I'm, I'm looking. I wanted to see if you can kind of for yourself define your style the way maybe a tan France would Mm. Um, that can kind of, um, you know, like what, what do you go for? Because I can't answer any of those questions for me or for you answer it for you. And then maybe it'll help me. Well, should I describe what I'm wearing right now? Sure. I'm wearing a a blazer Mm -hmm. uh, with a Giorgio Armani undershirt. Yeah. I have my Rolex on both wrists. Yep. And one on the ankle. And I have my uh, backwards Hoobastank snapback. <laughs> and then I have my 
high top Timberlands. Mm-hmm. And I'm wearing my favorite pair of Hanes underwear. Yep. Beneath my Jan Sport denim jeans. So I'd say business so you're casual. Going for yeah, that's more of a, that's a real business casual thing. Yeah. I'm wearing um a tank top and shorts. So I'd say that's Is that business casual? I think you dress like you're you could go to the gym. Mhm. And and that's your style. And not much else, nowhere else. I think you dress Is like Is that a style? Because I think your could, style is Is that I got af- a free that, shirt at college. Uh-huh. And is that a good one? Is that is that a style that other people have or that is I think college kids have that style. Okay. And is that something is that a style that maybe someone would want to have? I think someone in college would want to have that style. Uh, oh, well, all of those kids are kind of cool. Kind of. Is that a style that maybe... A grown married man would have? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe if he was in college. Okay. So what So what we're getting at is that I got kind of like a youthful, got, yeah. fit, um, kind of like a, a scholar. You wear a lot of grays. Yeah, I like grays. <laughs> maybe one of my favorite colors. You like grays. Because I think what gray communicates to me is it's kind of like a social statement <laughs> that like there's no you stand there's no clear answers. Uh-huh. There not life isn't the fact. gray area. Exactly. I kind of exist in this middle part where uh it it's real amorphous and um and unidentifiable. And you're proud of that? As long as you're proud of that. Um Pride. Pride's a funny emotion. <laughs> um, am I proud? Uh, yeah. Sure. Is proud where um, you go on Pinterest for five minutes and then get too scared and leave? Mm-hmm. Is that pride? Yeah. Okay. Because then I'm that. You see all these things that are... Scare me? Out of what you might call the ordinary. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is... Very uncomfortable. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's scary to be away from what Mm -hmm. you know to be ordinary. So more Armani? Is that what you're saying? I think so. More Armani A little bit more Giorgio. Uh Uh-huh. More accessories. What kind of accessories? I think if you wore an item of clothing that you actually went out and were like seeking to buy okay oh instead of just like a shirt that you happen to be at an event and they were handing it out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh-huh uh or like maybe you walked into your i don't know maybe college gym and they like had a booth set up and they're like yeah. hey if you give us your email you can have this shirt and you're like oh that's my style is that what tan france would do go buy clothes yeah, or is that or, kind of the more like, or he'd elite. go to like a YMCA and see if there was maybe a free or, shirt. Okay, well that's see, then I don't think I'm doing anything I think wrong. It's either or. I don't think I'm doing anything wrong. Yeah, I I dress for success. That's mm. it, and that's what it and it shows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does. It does. So we did it. We nailed down Hunter's personality. Some said it was impossible. I say it's a this ball is deep home run. This ball is crushed. Do you think those are landing? 
Yeah. Okay. Because we both love that. I just love the sweet sound of the crack of the bat. The crack of the bat is the best sound. The smell of the grass, the crack of the bat, the peanuts, the cracker jacks. Everyone's alive and everyone's loving it. That's what it means to me. And I don't care if they ever get back. <laughs> Can you imagine just being so relaxed that you don't care if they ever come back? Wait, what's the context I of that? I don't care if I ever, ever get, get back. back. Oh, oh, I want to stay at this ballpark forever. Yes. That's what they're saying. Yeah. I don't want to go back to my family. I want to stay here and watch sports for the rest of my days. That's America. Yeah, because baseball games are not long enough Mm-mm. is what they're communicating. Yeah, I want to stay all the time there forever. When was the last time you went to a ball game? I went uh, to a Padres versus the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers game this season. And oh, it was really? an exciting one. Padres I'm... won. It was good. It was a fun time. Was it in the half of the season when we were good? Uh, it was. It was bef- Yeah, it was in June. Wow. It was so, the month of June. So in, in theory, we knocked the Dodgers out of the World Series. Yeah, that was the big game that really decided their season. Yeah. I, uh, I missed the whole season. Yeah, sometimes that happens. Sometimes yeah. baseball is the easiest season to miss. Just, just to not watch any of it. It's happened, and then the Nationals won. Yep, I watched. Uh, I would say most of Game Seven of the World Series. Just something you just pop in on, you know. I don't have cable, Someone's and so win. for me to have watched that game, I would have either had to have gotten my laptop out mm-hmm. and put the game on, yeah, or go somewhere. Yeah, and, and that's, that's more work of, for the baseball game. That's so much game. effort. Yeah, that's a lot of work for baseball. Yeah, Hunter is um, standing up. I've decided I wanted to stand. My, I was feeling uncomfortable in my chair, and it makes me nervous. Well, it's kind of a power move. I'm taking a note out of our churros playbook. He I, always stood. I'm up trying to pop pace. a blood vessel. Uh, okay, I've got something. Let's hear it. Oh, I've got a call out. And it's a good segue. Really? For the fashion industry. Are you coming at him? Yeah, mother effer. Hey, mother effers. Uh, Pat's hot. Pat's Hey. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. There we go. We're back, baby. So, you think you're all fancy, don't ya? Um, Louis Vuitton. Louis the Louis Vuitton? Yeah. Hey, I'm talking to you, Louis. Hey, Vera Wang. Hey, uh, Ralph Lauren. Hey, Coles. Are you sure you want to be going after them? I'm going to do it. They deserve it. What is it? What's so wrong with tying my jacket around my waist? Dude. What's so wrong with that? Can you show me one place that's more efficient to keep a jacket when it's too hot to wear a jacket, but you still want to have the jacket in case it gets too cold to wear the jacket? Are we supposed to hand them to our assistants or something? Yeah. Yeah. For everyone in the 99%, stand up with me. Let's go. I'm up. I'm here. Get up. Get out of your seat because it's bullshit. We want to put sweatshirts around our waist. Why do I have to look like a clown for wearing my sweatshirt around my waist? Because I thought it was going to be colder where I was going than it actually was. Huh? Why? Because I don't think I deserve that. No, you don't. I went on a walk today, and I was in my house where it was nice and cool. And I was like, I'm going to bring a jacket. And guess what? I got outside, and the sun was hot. So what would you do? Where would you pop it? I put the jacket, and I threw it away at the nearest trash can because Because I was embarrassed. Because said you could. I threw away a a brand new sweatshirt. Yep. 
That's what you have to do. This, it this was either that age. or I get eyeballed my entire walk. No, I tied it around my waist and I was proud of it. You know what? And I did get, I felt like I got oogled. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. We got to wear that proudly. Yeah. Jackets are meant to be put around the waist. Tie it in a knot. You know, it's functional. I double knotted it. It's hip. Tight, double, triple knot it. What, what you don't want to do is put it over your shoulders. Yes. Because you're not a superhero. And you're it's not, not a, a sailor. Cape. You're not a sailor. Put it around your waist <laughs> or going throw to the it club. away. Okay? Yeah. Though you got two options. Throw your sweater away or put it around your waist. I also actually am not opposed to the uh, going with like the sling. I've done that. It's the sling? You tie it as a sling. No. You tie it as like a... A bandolier, like right across the chest. Yeah, like a like a bullet strip. That's kind of <laughs> exciting. That's more exciting than the waist because then you could pretend to be a hunter just <laughs> snapped. I didn't do nothing. In the face. No, I didn't do nothing. It was like he was grabbing like the microphone, but it was like a bar of soap, and he just like smacked himself in the face. No, we're professionals here. <laughs> We're pros here. Booped himself right in the nose. Those dumbass fashion bitches just got got. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. If you're you, metro, Louis. Right. Yeah, Damn. I just had to say that. Dude, you, got, I like wearing, you gotta I cool like, down. I like honestly. doing that stuff. You're starting to scare me. I can see the fire I'm in your eyes. I'm just a man of the people, and can I'm you, fucking tired of it. Can you take a, just one deep breath? You can't, you can't carry I'll, this around with you. I didn't want to use them in this fashion, but I think I might have to now. If you if you try and get at me, I'll, I'll sick the... The sleep defenders on you. Oh, yeah. The sleep squad. I have an, a billion person army standing behind me. This is real. People thought we were speaking in hypotheticals last no, episode. No, this happened. We well, got a, sl- a billion person sleep squad making sure you're in your bed at but 9 a.m. Peacefully. Like, they're not, they're not a violent group unless no. I need them to be. They'll read you bedtime stories. They'll read you a Dr. Seuss if you ask. Yeah. Yeah. But just stay in your house because... Sometimes they miscommunicate and they do come across as hostile, but that's not the intention. So just bear with us. Um, oh, you know, I'm looking and we have a secret police force too. I'm looking at, uh, this ad that we got and I'm realizing it's another Arturo leftover. Oh, this is There's, the last we of the vault. We just can't. The last Shake of the vault. It's, I'm actually getting a little emotional thinking about yeah. it because like as soon These as we are just the glory days, as soon as we read this, it's over. There's no more Arturo. Yeah. This is the last sponsors. of Arturo. So I almost don't want to, but I feel like it I'll would be a it. disservice not to. So I'll do it. Okay. Um, take it away. Because after this, it's back to the crack team. I hate the crack team. <sighs> well, uh, this episode of Homeroom is brought to you by Arturo. But in turn is brought to you by buying houseplants to make you seem more interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's an effective method. It is. It is. It is. <laughs> it is an effective method. It actually is. If you have nothing else really going on and nothing, there's no new developments and uh-huh. there's nothing to keep your life fresh. Right. You don't have there any- is something to keep your life fresh, mm-hmm. and it's called going to the store and buying too many plants mm-hmm. more for- than you can handle. Yeah, because you you've always seen plants, of course. You <laughs> you've, you've always if seen you're plants. listening to this, you've probably seen plants. You've always seen them, and it's you always think, "Why well, I, I could do that? 
That's easy. They're all over the place. How hard could it be? And so you go to the store. You got nothing else going on. You want to kind of, your, your bookshelf is full, so you can't buy more books to make yourself more interesting. What are you going to do? Get some house plants for heaven's sakes. Yeah. And you're going to buy too many. And put them wherever you want. Put them in the bathroom. <laughs> put them in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Put them outside. Put them in the bedroom. And before you know it, everyone's going to want to talk to you. Yeah. Everyone's going to want to ask you questions. I bet you've had the neighbors coming over. Mm-hmm. I what, see that in your sill. What kind of plant is this? What's its name? What kind of soil does it have? And before you know it, you're at all the parties. Have you have you named your plants? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Oh no, this isn't about me. This is oh. about other people getting more interesting. Oh, it has nothing to do with the several plants that I see in this room. No, because those were bought before <laughs> this advertisement came out. That's so true. how was I supposed to know? Yeah, but if if this were about you and it's not, what would you mm-hmm. have named your plants that you did name that you bought? So we got five plants, oh. and I'll name them off right now. There's tants. <laughs> lemon lament lemons lemon tea mm-hmm. dairy oxen <laughs> and and uh beth beth mm-hmm. named after beth on the crack team there we go yeah nice well that's so interesting hunter yeah i, I would love to hear i mean i'm having a party the, like in a couple weeks if you wanted to come oh really yeah and see I just, ladies and gentlemen that's how it works oh my it's gosh i walked right into it i got you but i was drawn in completely i was like if, i thought this guy was boring and had no discernible personality but it turns out he's got all this life all that he plants. takes care of yeah so again arturo nailed it gosh he locked that down we couldn't have done it without him that was another arturo Deep ball. I mean, deep. And And it's gone. Love it. Um, Thanks for that. Wow. Speaking of which. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. How about that? (laughs) Speaking of which, this is a perfect segue to a conversation that I want to revisit. This is one we had in the early days of the pod. Okay. When we were just such young bucks. Okay. We were so fresh, so new to this whole scene. And and something I've been thinking about and something I want to revisit because I've kind of nailed down my thoughts on it. And I want to spring a fully loaded thought onto someone who's not prepared to have the conversation. Does that sound like <laughs> that? <laughs> that definitely sounds like something I'm interested yeah, in. So I've spent a lot of time thinking about this and you've spent none. <laughs> so let's talk about it. Okay. Um, I want to revisit fair. the hardest sport in the world conversation that we had. Mm. Um, wow. It only took us 13 episodes for Hunter to recycle no, a topic. No, it's not that. That's got to be a record in podcasting. Because we've had uh, updates okay. to it. Um, which sport do you think is the hardest? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, since I've been thinking about this, it's pretty much all I've been thinking about for the last 35 seconds. Right, right. So it's been kind of driving me crazy. And I've come to the conclusion that the hardest sport of all times mm-hmm. is probably jousting. Well, aren't you a stupid piece <laughs> of shit? No, of course not. Pat. I was wrong. I So I'm going to stand by my original thought. I forgot that there is a right answer to mm-hmm. this. It's well okay. It depends. 
is there an update to this or you're you're just reiterating okay. that you still think what you said last time is the same? Uh yeah, I do. <laughs> just coming at yeah. No, it's a new it's a it's a new theory. Okay. It depends how what you how you define what makes sport <laughs> difficult. What makes sport difficult? Is it difficult because it's difficult for professionals or is it difficult because it's difficult for amateurs? And we have to agree on that first before we can later define it. Okay. So what are you, so like something like gymnastics. I think the difficulty of a sport is measured in how hard is it to be the very greatest regard like across the board at what at what level do you have to be performing to be the highest performing in that sport and the measure of difficulty the metric is how much time practice concentrated power of will Pain. And a hundred percent reason to remember the name. I forgot that there's a formula for that. It's ten percent <laughs> luck, twenty percent will, fifteen mm. percent concentrated power of will, uh huh, five percent pleasure, fifty percent pain. pain. But most importantly, what does that add up to? One hundred percent reason to remember the name. Exactly. So, <laughs> so you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so so you tell so you tell me after all this build up Hunter what is the hardest sport in the world You're right Pat It is jousting <laughs> I knew it I wasn't ready for this You 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 had all the time to be thinking about this so there's no update? Is there no update? There's no new information? Well, I thought there was, but then you kind of threw some lyrics at me, and then I thought, you know, this guy's kind of right. There's a whole, oh, there's already an algorithm to decide mm-hmm. what it takes. Mm-hmm. Um, so why, if something's don't broke, <laughs> fix it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if something's don't <laughs> Yeah, I honestly you know what I'm couldn't saying, though, have right? said better it myself. Exactly. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so, do you think that one was a home run? <laughs> Speaking of sports, um, I think it was. Um, I think it was. It was something. It was a home run in a different sort of category. It was okay. maybe like a clown shooting out of a cannonball. Okay, I understand. But um, maybe he's getting shot over uh, over the like home run fence. Gone, gone, going, gone. Mm-hmm. So the warning track. Maybe it's a ground roll double clown out of cannonball. Good. Well, I'm but feeling that's maybe just as good. I'm feeling like I. This is a really strong episode for me. Definitely. I'm feeling on top of my game and prepared. Yeah. When did you come up with these? I see. It, it, I'm always thinking about what. When what, when is the appropriate time to start revisiting? A topic uh, with no real new information <laughs> or plan to say anything interesting or add to what was already said. I think it's 13 or fewer. 
Because it could have been the second or third episode we talked about that. True. So yeah. I, I think it it's, could be eleven episodes. Exactly. I think that's the appropriate time to just to choke. <laughs> but not, choke. Yeah, to choke. All right. Well, that, see. So that was time well spent. Well, this might be something that you like. Oh yeah. I have. Oh a, yeah. I'm finding that I have a strong aversion to songs that I don't know the words to. Aversion, not version mm-hmm. uh you don't like them mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hard for me to like it's it's become hard for me to discover new music i'm not saying that i don't because i have been making a much better effort but i find that i always come back to songs that i know every single word mm, to yeah no i i i'm with you on that because yeah. you know what to expect you've already like and created. it's fun to sing it. It is. Yeah, exactly. It's fun to sing. And you've already like created like memories to the song mm-hmm. of like singing it with friends or partying and stuff like that. And that like only adds to the experience of listening to it again. Exactly. I completely understand. Yeah. That being said, I do listen songs to death. Yeah. Where I listen to them so much that I cannot stand the sound of them anymore. Yeah. And then you give them a break for like six months and then you pop back in. Yeah. And that's exactly where I'm at is my, I'm in this like cycle. You're at the point where if someone asks you, what music do you like? Your answer would be songs that I already know. Mm -hmm. And it makes it impossible to find new music. Exactly. I'm with you. And like, I'll listen to albums like, this is a good album and then never listen to it again because it's like. I don't know these songs. I don't know them. Yeah. I don't know these songs. Like I know all the other old songs that I've always listened to yeah. forever. <laughs> exactly. But I need to get better. And sometimes I really make an effort, but then it is really fun when you're like at that point where you're like, I'm knowing some of these lyrics now. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too is like find, it takes a good, a lot of effort to find new music. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find or new myself, music. That's good. Well, exactly. I, I mean, it's not hard to find new music, Spotify and like all these, they've got, Mm-hmm. whole algorithms that'll just dish you up songs that they think you'll like and that's great um but like it, it is the thing where it's like if i'm not hooked i'm not gonna listen to a full new song when i'm like trying to find me it's like if it doesn't catch me in the first 10 seconds like you're on to the next one but that's not fair it's not fair because some of the it, here's the kind of crazy thing is that some of the best parts of songs are in the middle or towards the end absolutely some of the best parts of the songs aren't in the first 10 absolutely seconds. Um, so I really only find new music when I'm like doing other stuff and I just play it like something in the background. But like when I listen, <laughs> I listen to music like when I work out. So I'm like, I pay attention, but like not fully. Right. I can't listen to music when I work. I think I, I house chores is a good time to listen to music. True. We got stuff in the background. Um, driving, driving, if you're not too. potting. Yeah. But see, I pod so much. Yeah. Um, my number one music times are working out and yeah, I guess driving. But then that's a certain type of music. Exactly. As well, workout music. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think, I think there's some people that list, just sit down and listen to songs. I think that would be nice. Which is crazy. I think I might, make, I think there's only, I think I, I need to make more of an effort. Have you ever listened to a full uh, album the way it was intended to be listened to front to back in one session. And that's all you're doing. Yeah. Not where that's all I'm that's doing. What, I've always listened to it like passively. Yeah. Cause, well, cause like, I think that not active listening, that's how it was designed to be listened to. I mean, obviously it was just it, like for other, like with like music 
and or sorry with like movies and tv like it's a lot easier just to like lock into something Mm -hmm. obviously and that's all you're doing especially when you're at like a movie theater or something but like i like music was intended to be like ingested that in that same way yeah where you're like giving it your full attention but it's just so easy to not allow it that to happen yeah but I would feel like such a psycho if I was like just sitting in my room and just like looking at the wall and just had like my <laughs> headphones on. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, there's people that just like put on headphones and then just like lay in bed or whatever. But it, there's it, it people does be, like it, that. <laughs> there are. There are people, people that do that. this. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't do, want to. I'll do that when I'm going to bed. But then again, I don't think that's then like falling asleep. I don't think that's the intended way to listen. Listen to a full album. This hey, week. have you been doing your thing? Waking up early? Did we talk about that in the tin can episode? That's in the lost file. Oh, so well, we, we talked about that at some point. Yeah, no, I see, haven't. And neither of you. That's right up your alley. Oh, when, that would be a good one to do. You could nah, have revisited a topic that no one's ever heard. I'll can it. Save it for next episode. I'll save it. No, I'll, take, I'll give it 11 more. Okay. And I'll come back to it. Uh, but I have been staying up later. We just basically summarize, to summarize, we talked about. Um, What's one thing that you don't typically do that you'd be willing to do for the next week and then come back and talk about? And I said I would stay up till at least 2 a.m. And every I said night. I would wake up at 5 a.m. Have you done it? No. I have. That's because you got a new video game to play. I haven't slept in weeks. <laughs> okay, talk about it. How is it? It's good. I've been like having like these weird mood swings. Oh, okay. <laughs> I haven't really been hungry at all, which has been kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, I've like notice that i'll get like splitting headaches which is new yeah it's not necessarily enjoyable but it is new because when you were getting full night's sleeps you wouldn't kind of experience this variety of feelings Mm -hmm. and now because of your sleep deprivation all new feelings yeah you're all new obstacles you're experiencing more out of life yeah uh and i think that's awesome sort of there's like a degree of mania Mm -hmm. where like there have been times where i've like looked in the mirror and i feel like there's like I can see like uh, something behind me, and then when I turn, it's gone. It's gone, yeah. But yeah, it, but it was there. It because you saw it. I saw it, so I know it was there. But right. yeah. And then where did it go? So, probably into the mirror. Yeah, into the mirror realm. Yeah. So, so I have been doing that. I've been enjoying that. Enjoying it. I'd recommend. Stay up late. Yeah. Later. Stay up. Stay up later. Wake or up just earlier. Just stay up in general. Yeah. Stay up. Well. Just stay up. But don't let the sleep but, force get you. Yeah. But be in your house, in your bed. Yeah. But be up. But be awake. Yeah. Because the sleep team doesn't go in your room. But we have cameras But we have there cameras. And just to make sure. Sh- and that's for your best interest. Right. So you go in there with, and you have your eyes closed, but don't go to sleep. Yeah. And we've set up uh, megaphones throughout every major city. And that way we can remind you to like be indoors and sort of tell you when to go to work. Mm-hmm. And, and this isn't like some like government, city, state. No, it's nothing like, like that. Police force, Big Brother thing. No, this is. We just want everyone to be the same. Yeah, we just want everyone. <laughs> we just want us all to be the we same. Just wanna, yeah, let, even the playing field. Yeah, Pat, and you know what I think about that one? Stanton drives one center field. What deep? deep. I mean deep. deep. Oh, it's gone. You knocked that one out of the park. Do you have any more toppies? Yeah. Let's Are you get it going, out? dude. What's the worst animal in the world? Oh, jellyfish. Crows. Crows? Yeah. What's wrong? Why Why crows? They're evil and they They're smarter are than you think. 
Exactly. Okay. And they're scary. Okay. What, and I don't like birds. Birds are icky. Birds are weird because there's no cuddle potential. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, some, some actually, no, no, no. I take that back. No. There's no, no, I take that except back. Except for ducks. There's a tanning salon across from the gym that has a caged cockatiel. And uh, I've been in there. <laughs> and At the tanning salon? Yeah. Why? And, uh, going with Kelsey. Did you get tanned? No, not me. But she, uh, the bird loves men for some reason. and Just all men? Yeah, and they let it go free. And it was like, pop, like I was sitting down and it was across the room. And it like traversed over the like benches across the table onto my foot, climbed up my leg. It sounds miserable. No, and it just like cuddled on my neck. And it was really enjoyable. So I reject the notion that birds are the worst types of animals. Well, I said crows. Okay. Because crows, I've never seen a crow do that. And if it did, I would think that it was trying to like peck my eye out. That's true. That's true. Did you have a recent a bad experience with a crow? Yes. No. Well, I uh, have had which, a bad well, experience. Well, which one is it? No. But I did have a recent bad experience with an animal. Oh. Well, do bugs count? Bugs count mm-hmm. as animal. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so uh, we had termites for the first time. It was really weird. I didn't know what a termite looked like. Is and, it like an ant with wings? But much bigger. Oh. And the wings are huge. They're actually quite majestic. Wow. Okay. So they're not that bad. No. Not as bad but, as crows. And they were all dead for some reason, but they were just like all over my floor one day. I told my landlord, and this is maybe a topic in itself, but he has just like all these like nifty little like life hacks for things. So I told him, he came into it's my like, oh, room. Oh, just grind them up and put them in your smoothie. Well, he came in and just slapped a piece of of tape on my windowsill. Haven't had termite cinch. Really? Yep. Tape on the windowsill. And and actually after the first day there were like four or five termites caught in the tape and uh-huh. then and then I guess they, that was enough to rest, tell the rest to just fuck off. Yeah, the rest of the termites saw them and they're like we're not messing with that. Yeah, this guy Do does. they not fly with their wings? They walk and get caught on tape? Uh well no, it was like a he put it up like a barrier. Oh. They do fly with their wings. <laughs> oh, I thought it was like tape that was like horizontal, but it was like a tape window. Uh, but like in your only window? one strand. So it was only about two inches high. No kidding. That caught four mites and told the rest to F off. I guess so. That's a, I think that's a good life hack. Do you think that would work for other types of maybe crows? I'd like to think so. But no, that's why crows are the worst. Is because yeah, because they... we have this horrible crow infestation in our house. In the attic, and they would be the eating f- through the wood. That would be the fucking worst. <laughs> there was a crow in collegiate times when that would uh, hide near on the walk to the gym. I remember that, and he would come down and swoop on your head. Yeah, and, and it was it honestly was like the sick. scariest. I I, remember, I think it was like it was deranged. Yeah, I was the worst. It was t- it, it would, would this thing would people. like yeah, and it would like chase you for like a long time. <laughs> yeah. I would like go so far out of my way to not see that crow. Yeah, that was awful. It was. So you think crow is the worst animal? What is you? What do you mean by worst? Scariest. I don't like spiders either. Mm. But crows seem more malevolent. They seem like, like they they're know, doing it on they, purpose. Like they have a plan and they're communicating it to other crows. Yeah, spiders are just like doing. they just got. A, they're individuals. They just got a bad hand. You know, yeah. they just kind of look scary. Yeah, I um. I don't know. I I have more of a fear of water animals than birds. Name. 
Uh, <laughs> Kevin. Kevin, water animal. Um, like jellyfish or sharks or eels. But my my because you're so. I mean, because you're so uh screwed if you find yourself in a situation where you have to go up against a water animal. But my counterpoint would be that how often pretty uh, are pretty you... avoidable. Yeah. Pretty avoidable. Yeah. That's a good point. I don't I don't often find myself in the deep ocean. Not often at all. I can't remember the last time I saw a jelly. I saw one on TV, does that yeah. And was it scary? Yeah, yeah, I was spooked. Yeah. But I see crows almost every day. That's much, a good point. Much more intimidating. All right, you, all right we've settled it. The homeroom pod stamp of approval. Crows are the worst animal. Worst animal. We <clears> nailed it. <throat> Cheese and crackers. Is that something that they say? Cheese and crackers. It's instead of saying Jesus Christ. Cheese and crackers. Yeah. No, you would say cheese and rice. Oh, well, maybe that guy's dumb. You ever think about that? Cheese and crackers. You know what I got to say, Pat? Oh, it's because Cracker Jacks, maybe. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. You know what I got to say, Pat? I got to say that was a pretty good episode. I think we did it right. I think we did it hard. And I think we did a really good job. And we were loyal to the people. We were loyal to the fans and to the and people. And that's what mostly... This This is what this comes down to. This is what this comes down to. This is what, it, this is what it's all about, is being loyal to the people. That was Pat... Coyle, a.k.a. the one that got away, a.k.a. the little engine that came, Patrick Coyle. Say goodbye to the good people. Goodbye, my fans, my people. This has been your kings and queens. This has been your Hunter Heck, a.k.a. the Applebee's on a Friday night, 500-piece puzzle pregame, the watcher of recorded football because the Sunday night games just go way past his bedtime. I have to go to sleep. Thanks, Hunt. Bye, haters. See you.